As they ran slowly towards the airport buildings, and he realized that he was safely home, his anger found a harsh, intemperate voice, and he said, The word I used was abulia, which means absence of will, lack of guts, the decay and decline of volition, and that's the disease this country is suffering from. We call it tolerance and pretend it's a virtue, but the truth is that we put up with every sort of iniquity at home and all manner of insults abroad, because we've lost vitality, we don't care, and we're too near death to feel. We're like bums in the barry, bums in the barry of the world. At this scurrilous aspersion on Great Britain, Mr. Thor Grimson's indignation was so profound, and his muscular strength so exceptional, that in his effort to release himself from his seatbelt, he tore it from its moorings, and, standing up, hit his head against the sloping luggage shelf above him. He loomed above Ballantor with a menacing fist. "'That is an intolerable and unforgivable libel!' he shouted. I admire Great Britain. I applaud your history. I revere your queen. The stewardess, with the gentleness of assured authority, said, Will passengers please keep their seats until the aeroplane comes to a halt before the main airport buildings? And Mr. Thorgrimson immediately obeyed. But when the tall ramp of the gangway was brought to an open hatch, and he and Ballantor emerged together into English rain, he spoke with the rumbling fury of a volcano stirring to life. I give you a last chance he said, to withdraw that vicious, abominable, and lying statement. Don't be a fool, said Ballantor, and descended a couple of steps. Before you set foot on English soil, the soil of Magna Charta, you're going to apologize for a contemptible slander. Go to hell, said Ballantor, and went a little farther down the steps. Mr. Thorgrimson put out a large hand to seize him by the collar, and Ballantor, half-turning, struck it away but he nearly lost his balance, and saved himself from falling only because Mr. Thorgrimson offered a clumsy, swinging blow, and Ballantor was able to grab his wrist. By so doing, he pulled the Icelander towards him, and together they fell sprawling down the gangway onto the hard concrete skin that covered the nearer parts of English soil. There were, unfortunately, photographers present. A young French film star and a South American diplomat were also aboard the aeroplane, and the editors of the more popular newspapers hoped to show their arrival, arm-linked together. But the photographers immediately recognized Ballantor, and took many pictures of his unseemly struggle with Mr. Thorgrimson. The afternoon papers announced his return to England with manifest pleasure and facetious captions.